This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me because you didn't use LinkedIn Jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash recommend today. 10, 10 9, 9, 8, 8 7, 7, 6, 5, 5 4, 4, 3, 3 2, 2, 1, 1. Let's go! Now it's the Mercedes in the Morning pre-show. Mix 94.1. Happy Friday and welcome to the pre-show. It is June 18th. Thank you guys for joining us. And checking in this morning at 702-364-9400. Tiffany is checking in this morning. So is Maria. We have Francis, Melissa, Perla, Jessica, Buckeye Bob, Carl, wishing all the dads out there a happy Father's Day. Jeremiah is checking in. So is Jim in Michigan, Deborah, Rudy, Lance, Miss Kit Kat, Husker Bob, Jan, Joyce, Rick, Diana, and Sarah. We have Pencil, uh, Becky in Pennsylvania checking in and Miss Kit Kat all listening. Also on Twitter at Mercedes in the AM. We have Mike checking in. Don is checking in. So is Martin and Lisa. Thank you for that. Cat just checked in. Cat dog mom, rather. Right. And, uh, we love seeing your messages early in the morning. How you doing? I'm good. I'm, I'm good. It was a great day yesterday. The Barrett-Jackson Auto Auction is in town. That started yesterday at the, the new Las Vegas Convention Center. It runs through Sunday. And anybody can go. You can buy tickets and check it out. There's over 700 classic cars. So it was out there all day yesterday with Barrett-Jackson. And it was cool there to be there with the cars and stuff. But it was also really cool to be in the new convention center for the first time. And that place is huge. And that place is gorgeous. It's got a food court. It's it's an awesome setup at that convention center. Nice, nice. It sounds like you had a great day. It was. How was your day? It was good. It was, I had a I had a lot of stuff happening yesterday. I had a lot of meetings I had to go to and work, working on a couple of things. So I was kind of uh, busy all the way up until about like 4 o'clock finally. I get home. I'm exhausted. My husband's like... You want to lay down for a second? I'm like, no, I got to work out. I'm gonna. I, there was a class I was gonna take at 4:30. I'm like, I'm gonna do a 4:30 class. So I'm just gonna sit here for a, a little bit, and then uh, I'll do my 4:30 class. So I sit down, I lay down, I close my eyes, telling myself I'm just gonna close them for a second. Uh-huh. I wake up at 5:15. I'm like, oh. ah, duh, <laughs> I missed my class. And so I I ended up taking one then, and things kind of got off to a late start for us. We didn't eat dinner until late. I kind of threw everything off, but. It was just one of those days where once I sat down, I just could not get back up. Yeah, it's, especially I think the heat plays a factor of it, too. It's just the same way with just feeling that heat. I just felt a little bit extra worn down going throughout the day. But, yeah, that's a tricky thing. If you lay down for a couple of seconds, set an 
alarm or something maybe for a couple of minutes, and that way you, you don't sleep through your uh, your next workout class. Yeah, it was. Uh, once I got moving again, though, I was I was good to go. So just yeah, looking forward to the weekend. It, there is something to be said with that. That heat sucking the energy out of you, that's for sure. It kind of feels like the, the dog days of summer that, that they talk about. It's just like, whoa. But again, it's something we expect every year. And it's actually supposed to cool down a little next week. So something to look forward to. Yeah, I saw that in the weather forecast this morning. Well, high of 104 next week. So yeah, a nice that's cool down nice. coming. Yeah. Hey, 10 degrees, that'll make a big difference. But yeah, it's like our cool down is 104. That's, I, that's why I love this town. It's awesome. 104 to me is completely doable. Like I 104 does not phase me in the least. I'm fine with that. It's just after 110, I'm like, "Ooh, boy, this is this is hot." Yeah, the one teens you start to feel that stuff. It's yeah. just like even me, like last night when I got home, uh, I decided to go for I was just a little bit too late to go to the gym, so I'm like, "I'm going to go for a run." So r- even running last night in the heat, I turned the corner, I'm like, "Man, you just you just feel that." I'm like also running like I'm not seeing the normal people when you're out in your walk and runs and stuff. I feel like if you go at the same time, you kind of see the same people out and about halfway through the run. I'm like, I'm not seeing the regular crowd. I'm like, that's probably because it's 115 right now and no one else is dumb enough to be outside running right now. Yeah, I won't go on walks with my husband when it's this hot. He has to go by himself. I feel so bad. I'm like, I'm not going out there. I'm going to work out inside. Thank you very much. So hopefully you guys are all staying cool and uh, and, and staying out of the craziness. Make sure you hydrate too. I've, I've been drinking so much water. Water. I think I drank six gigantic bottles of water, not just the regular size, like the extra large size. I was so like just parched yesterday. I was insane. Yeah, that is something too. You, I hear people reminding people you do need to remind yourself because I think I was just on the opposite end. I woke up this morning at about 2.30 with just a pounding headache, pounding headache. So I went, woke up to use the bathroom, and then I just pounded a, a bottle of water that I had up in the bathroom. And then when I woke up at 3, when the alarm went off, the headache was, was a lot better. But, yeah, I'm assuming it was because I was dehydrated, but I've been woken up with a pounding headache. It was like a hangover type headache. Yeah. And I'm like, ah, oh, what is going I didn't have anything to drink last night. I'm like, what is going on? It had to be dehydration. Yeah, just got to make sure you keep up with that. I uh, just got this text here. It's funny. It says, OMG, I need to know, did you have a meeting with the boss yesterday about the song you played? The song that you're referring to is the, the um, ketchup song. Oh, the song. ketchup song, yes. And uh, no, I did not see our boss yesterday. I was... Or actually, no, he did come in here. He did have to ask me a question, but he did not mention it at all. He he mentioned my shoe debacle about me buying the pair of shoes that my husband just sold, and he thought that was funny, and then he left. So he did not mention that song at all. He may not have heard it. If he did, maybe he just didn't care and was over it at that point. I hope not, at least. Well, the song we're talking about is this, the ketchup song, the Spanish version, and he came down because he played the entire thing. Yesterday we played a snippet of it. We played yeah. the entire thing yesterday. He was upset that I played it last year. And it was for the Oh Wow Wheel. Tell me that didn't make you say Oh Wow when I played that. It I'm pretty obviously sure it did, yeah. made him say Oh Wow. <laughs> Not in a good way, but hey, that's the point of the bit. So we'll have that coming up this morning. I picked my song uh, last night for the Oh Wow Wheel. We're doing songs that either remind you of your dad or that have dad in the in this song. And I hadn't picked a song and I come upstairs and every time my husband takes a shower, he plays his music so loud and his music and it's only for showers is he loves like yacht rock. He loves like that 80s, like, you know, kind of vibing music Mm -hmm. and I always make fun of him because the, the songs are so cheesy and I come upstairs and I hear this song playing and I'm like, oh, no way. And I walk in. 
And then I just, I start belting it out and he looks at me and he starts laughing. He's like, you like this song? And I'm like, I actually love this song. It reminds me of my dad. And he's like, he's like, why? And I explained the reason why. And I can talk about it when we do this later. But he's like, I never would have thought this song reminded you of your dad. And I just thought this, this is what I'm going to play tomorrow. I have decided this will be my song. No, perfect. You're good yeah. to go. 815 is when we spend the, oh, wow, we're that dad theme. It's going to be good. I'm looking forward to it. You got, you pumped up your song. I hope it's, it lands on you. I hope so. It's. It's coming up. Yeah. Any one of us, I think it'll be a good uh, a good thing. So let's start the show. Time for the pre-show. You pick them. You guys get to pick the first song of the show. Do you want to hear I Go Blind by Hootie and the Blowfish? I go blind. The Distance by Cake. He's going the distance. He's going for speed. She's all alone. All alone in a time of need. Or do you want to hear Hit 'em Up Style by Blue Cantrell? Ladies, when the men wanna get up wild, just go back and hit em up style. Those are your choices. All you gotta do to get your vote in is tweet us at Mercedes the AM. You can vote on our Facebook page. Or you can text or call us, 702-364-9400. We're going to count your votes now and reveal the winner next on Mix 94.1. We never gossip. Or would we? Let's go. Time for the Daily Dirt on Mix 94.1. Jimmy Kimmel is now the sponsor of a college football bowl game. On December 18th of this year, SoFi Stadium in L.A. will be host to college football's Jimmy Kimmel L.A. Bowl. And here is Jimmy to explain. This is history in the making. Never before has a bowl game been named after a human being. And Papa John doesn't count. He's barely human. Um, This is not a joke. This is a real bowl game. It's kind of crazy because UNLV has a chance to play in the game. The game will pit the number one team from the Mountain West Conference against the number five team from the Pac-12. There's no word on how much Jimmy had to pay to get his name as part of the title sponsor. Well, I'm sure he would love to see UNLV in that with his ties to UNLV. So that's a, or to, to Las Vegas. So that's a really cool yeah, thing. Yeah, cool connection. That's right. And SoFi Stadium, they've got a lot going on. They'll have the Super Bowl next year and then WrestleMania in 2023. So even when, I like this, even when she becomes a lawyer, Kim Kardashian, she won't stop posting sexy pictures. Here she is on last night's Keeping Up With The Kardashians. I thought about this, and then I thought, you can do it all. You can do whatever you want. I don't know, there's something so freeing about feeling like I'm 40 and I'm in the best shape of my life and I want to post a bikini studying if I want to. There's something powering about that. Good for her. Yeah, I mean, there's so everyone's gonna judge no matter what. So as long as you're happy, just do it. Do right? You? Yes, exactly. That's good. I like that. Uh, and also, she, she kind of opened up a lot last night. Here she is on what led to the divorce with Kanye West. But it was not like one specific thing that happened on either part. I think it was just a general difference of opinions on a few things that led to this decision. And she also had an apology last night for her ex, Chris Humphrey. I was so nervous to break up with someone. I handled it totally the wrong way. I fully broke up with him in the worst way, and I couldn't, I just didn't know how to deal. I learned so much from it. Do you think you owe him an apology? Absolutely. 
Well, that's good. Better late than never. Right. If, if when someone screws up and they just won't admit it, that's the worst feeling. And when they finally do, there is a sense of relief, you know? Yeah, simple I'm sorry goes a long way. There's been talk that Oprah Winfrey could be named godmother to her neighbors, Meghan Markle and Prince Harry's daughter, Lilibet Diana. But she has declined the offer. Oprah said in a new interview that she's a godmother by default, but not going to take the role of official godmother of their new child. And then Meghan Markle is officially a best-selling children's book author. Her book, The Bench, leads the New York Times bestseller list for children's pictures book. Wow, she's got a lot going on for someone who wanted to get out of the public spotlight. They're they're doing (laughs) a lot of things. That's a great point. Now, we now know who will be getting a star on the Hollywood Walk of Fame in 2022 in the category of motion pictures. Macaulay Culkin will be getting one. Michael B. Jordan, Jason Momoa, Carrie Fisher will be getting one. In the category of television, we've got Norman Reedus. There's a whole list of people. These are some of the highlights. Norman Reedus, Tracy Ellis Ross, Gene Smart, who is just, she's on fire this year. She's playing Deborah Vance on Hacks, and then she was Helen on Mayor of Easttown, so she's a very busy woman this year. And then in the live category, the recording music, will be Black Eyed Peas, Avril Lavigne, and a bunch of others. Sometimes I hear some of these names, and I'm just shocked that they don't already have one. You know, it's like, how... How did Carrie Fisher not have one? Yeah, it's a, yeah, it's a great That's point. crazy. And same with like Helen Hunt. I mean, she's had, I mean, she's still doing great stuff, but Helen Hunt has some great stuff in the 80s and 90s as well. Yeah. All right, we'll have more dirt coming up in the 7 o'clock hour. We've got the weekend. Blinding Lights. It's Mix 94.1. Welcome to another episode of Mercedes in the Morning, show number 1434. And now, here's your hosts, Mercedes and JC. Good morning. And welcome to the show. It is 6 o'clock. It is Friday, June 18th. And the weekend is finally here. I don't know about you, but I am ready for the weekend. It was a crazy <laughs> week for me. I don't, I, I'm don't. i sure you are the same way. There's just so much going on. It'll be nice to kind of whoo, decompress a little bit. Do you have plans for the weekend or is it a plan to just like decompress? And those are nice when you have those days where you're just... Just spend with yourself and not to worry about any plans or anything. I I do have some plans, but nothing like earth shattering. Uh It's all stuff that'll be nice and and fun and uh, somewhat relaxing. So, yeah, looking forward to that. How about you? Kind of the same way. Yeah. So my wife and I will go out to dinner tonight. We do sushi dinner uh, every Friday night. So we got that going on tonight. Going to go back to Barrett Jackson tomorrow for more coverage of Barrett Jackson tomorrow. And that's fun, though. I love being around cars and doing that stuff. And it's inside air conditioned at the convention center. And then we're supposed to do a a dinner tomorrow night with with two other couples. But one of the couples dropped out. So I think it'll maybe just be a dinner with another couple tomorrow night unless they drop out. But that's the plan for for Saturday night. That's nice. Yeah, it's just uh, it's like sometimes I feel like the weekends just go by so fast. Like last weekend, I felt like I blinked. So I'm hoping this one could last a little bit longer. At what point does your mind go into work mode? You start thinking about, okay, I got to start getting stuff ready for Monday morning. I got this going on next week. Are you, is your mind fully clear on Saturday? Does it start Sunday morning, Sunday night? When does that like work mode or mindset start to set in? It, it starts to set in for me on Saturday night. I think about tomorrow, Sunday. And Sunday, Sunday is like not a day off. It's just like uh, thinking about Monday for me. So, yeah, I guess I the only time I feel like truly like just mind cleared of everything work is Friday afternoon to Saturday morning. And then it already starts creeping in. <laughs> How about you? Uh, Friday night at dinner, we sit down and I get that first glass of wine and I do a big exhale. I go, ah. 
Yeah. Yes. And then Saturday morning, I wake up. If, if my wife has to get up at 4.30 to do the horses uh, to get out there early, I'll get up at 4 before her because I like having that, that, that quiet time in the house. So that's a moment of complete zen for me. But it's just, it's me, a cup of coffee, breakfast, the dogs, are, they're still chilled and relaxed and just, there's just peacefulness in the house. And that's like a nice moment of zen. As Saturday goes on, stuff starts to pop off my mind. But I would say Sunday morning is when work mode, and I'm still enjoying my Sunday, but Sunday morning is when I wake up and start thinking, I already got this going on. I should start preparing for this. It's, it's Sunday for me yeah it's why don't you just sleep in and then when she's gone it, you could still have your zen I, but i do like getting up and it's a tradition when she leaves for the barn I, I always walk her out to the door and then she gets ready in the garage and as she pulls out of the garage i'm standing there with my cup of coffee in the driveway waving as she goes off and it's, just, it's part of my saturday morning oh, ritual gotcha 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 and uh you gonna watch the game tonight uh no 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 <laughs> <laughs> of course <laughs> yes i will be watching the game tonight. Game tonight, right? yeah uh hopefully they pull off a win in canada uh, Montreal and, and the Golden Knights. So, yeah, that'll be tonight. Puck drops at 5 o'clock. So it's on a little earlier tonight, um, which is nice. I like when we have a little bit earlier games. That's That way I can watch a movie afterwards. I wanna, there's a couple of things I want. Well, there's a new episode of Loki out that I haven't watched yet. Um, I want to watch that I, new iCarly, but we don't have Paramount Plus Network. And I, I don't know if I want to get it. My husband's like, let's just wait for it to come out on Hulu. I'm like, okay. It'll be there. Give me something to look forward to. Yeah, exactly. And then Sunday night's game uh, in Canada as well. Same thing. Five o'clock. Yeah. So early start on Sunday night. So you don't have to worry about staying up too late on Sunday night before work starts back on Monday. So, and maybe that'll ease the Sunday scaries or maybe that'll increase the Sunday scaries. The oh, hockey game on Sunday night. That'd be a good transition. That's a good idea. <laughs> All right. Coming up this morning, man, we have lots of prizes. Those Atlantis Morissette tickets, we still have them this morning. Nine o'clock hour, those tickets to go see Atlantis Morissette. That Amazon Echo Show 8. That's yours at 825. Need plans for the weekend? How about going to the Las Vegas Lights Football Club? They've got a home game tomorrow night. We have a four-pack of tickets. Those are yours when you win heads up in about 15 minutes. And also up next, we have what's trending. What do you got for us? Will Britney Spears ever perform again? What Victoria's Secret says they are getting rid of? And a new way to add a little pop to your summer refreshment. We'll talk about it coming up next in What's Trending. Smith 4.1, Mercedes in the morning, tomorrow night, Las Vegas Lights Football Club. They got a game against Orange County. You'll be there because we have a four-pack of tickets coming up right after What's Trending. Mercedes in the morning's What's Trending Woo! on Mix 94.1. Well, coincidentally, Britney Spears is trending mm. this morning. She announced that she does not know if she will ever perform again. She posted a new video to Instagram yesterday where she answered fan questions. She talked about her favorite business trip, which was kind of weird. Which that, by the way, was going to Don- Donatella Versace's villa in Italy. Um, yeah, but that is weird. Like, not your favorite tri- business trip. Like, I'm going on a business trip. <laughs> just, I don't know. It was just kind of odd. And then she were she said that people were asking what her shoe size is. She told us it was a seven. Then she answered the question, will you ever take the stage again? And do we have the audio? Yeah, we do. Yeah. Okay, mm-hmm. this is what she said. My favorite business trip was probably a trip to Italy. Donatella Versace, she flew me there just to stay in her beautiful villa. It was beautiful. She fine and dined us at fashion shows. It was really, really fun. The second question is, what's my shoe size? My shoe size is a size 7. Question is, am I ready to take the stage again? Am I going to take the stage again? Will I ever take the stage again? I have no idea. I'm having fun right now. I'm a transition in my life, and I'm enjoying myself. So, that's it. It... it... 
it was odd because first she says everyone's writing in with questions. Where are they writing in with questions to? <laughs> Would they just maybe she meant they were commenting on her Instagram pictures. That's what that's what it's got to be. Yeah, right. Because they're yeah. not physically writing in mailing letters. I, I don't know. It was just very, very odd. But anyway, on Wednesday, she'll be speaking directly in court at her conservatorship hearing in Los Angeles, which we talked about earlier this week. Well, since Brittany answered it, I want you to answer it. What was your favorite business trip ever, Mercedes? My favorite business trip? Hmm. I, I don't take a lot of business trips. We go to DJ school, which you know, I guess is considered a business trip. Um, I think my favorite business trip was when I came out to Las Vegas to interview for this job that was my favorite business trip <laughs> i was very excited it was also my first business trip <laughs> i had never been a, i was still in college so i mean what, what are business trips it's a business trip though uh, you're coming out exciting. on business it was very exciting what about yours i would say same thing not many business trips so i'm gonna pick one of our, our our trips to dj school and go back to the one that we went to oh wait actually i got two now i'm just trying to decide on you know what i was gonna say the, the dj school that your family came because we all went to dinner a couple times. That was very nice. But I'm going to go to my first trip to Disneyland uh, for the radio station. And your family was there as well. And you guys showed me the park because I thought I was in the park when I was in downtown Disney. And you're like, no, fool, you're not even in the park yet. Wait you get inside the place. And you guys showed me around and we did a broadcast out there. So that's my favorite business that trip. Was a, you know what? I totally forgot about the Disneyland business trips. Those are the greatest <laughs> business trips ever. Man, yes. what a tough gig we got. Yeah, huh? 100%. Jeez, gosh. Also trending this morning is Madden 22. The cover of the iconic EA sports video game has unveiled that this year's cover will feature not one, but two players on the cover. Tom Brady and Patrick Mahomes will share the cover of Madden 22. It is the first time two players are on the game's front in more than a decade. Mahomes was first on the cover of Madden 20. Tom Brady graced it on Madden 18. Some people are talking about the Madden curse and if it will affect both of them. Many of the players who have appeared on the cover of the game have gone on to have a bad season or get injured. So... Hoping for the best. Hoping for the best. <laughs> <laughs> Unless maybe you're a Raiders fan or, or someone who's playing, right. uh, you know, Tampa Bay and those teams this year. You're hoping maybe there is a curse. Well, I, I would say a curse of just having a bad season, but not injury. No, I don't wish don't, injury no, no physical anyone. harm. Just maybe a couple interceptions when yeah, Tom Brady's playing your team. Totally. Okay. Also trending this morning is Victoria's Secret. Their famous angels are no more. They're being replaced by a group of seven notable women instead. Now, they're trying for a rebrand. And they're doing away with the angels in an attempt to redefine what is sexy. So some of the women include soccer star Megan Rapino, Priyanka Chopra Jonas, and trans model Valentina Sampeo. Social media had a lot to say about this, both for and against the move. But many of the people were mostly upset because of the lack of size representation. That it was great that we were looking at different women that that could fall into this category of angel but they're all you know still very petite very oh, that, a small okay, fit gotcha. and they, they felt like they should have more of a variation of size on that one maybe next year they'll mix it up even more well i wonder if that's going to change the victoria's secret fashion show if that if they're since they're getting rid of the angels are they going to have like these real people in the fashion show like i wonder how that's going to change uh, do they still do that i think they do yeah i mean i haven't watched it in years but I it's think still they there do. i yeah. feel like maroon five always plays that event for some reason it's like yeah it's like they go from that and then they come do new year's here <laughs> <laughs> that's, that's like the maroon five 
schedule. <laughs> Victoria's Secret Fashion Show, New Year's Eve in Vegas. Every year, right? That's what they do. And then finally, this morning, it's Duncan that is trending. So they are adding a pop to your summer refreshments. Starting on June 23rd, you can add strawberry-flavored popping bubbles into your ice drinks. They're small flavor-bursting bubbles that literally pop in your mouth. They say it's similar to boba, but not as heavy. They're made with plant-sourced color. The strawberry-popping bubbles can pair perfectly with any of the chain's ice or frozen beverages on the menu. If you want to try it out, they say especially the coconut and the lemonade refreshers that it is perfection. So give it a shot. Again, coming out on June 23rd, and that is what's trending. All right. Looking for caller 20 right now at 702-364-9400. You know the number. If you're caller 20, you get to play Heads Up, and we got a great prize for you. Yeah, we have another four-pack of tickets for you to go check out the Las Vegas Lights Football Club. They're playing tomorrow night at Cashman Field, and if you want to go check out the game, all you got to do is be caller 20 right now at 702-364-9400. We have your category today since it's friday we have one left that category is needle and thread you get to pick your partner and if you get six answers in 60 seconds you are going to win this four pack of tickets color 20 plays 702-364-9400 it's time for heads up with mercedes in the morning on mix nutty 4.1 manuel good morning good morning you are color 20 you ready to play some heads up Yes, I'm ready to play. Okay, we want to make you a winner. Your category this morning is needle and thread. So um, Sunday, this past Sunday was sewing machine day. So these are all things that you would sew and things that you would sew with. Okay, sewing. It's all about sewing. Who do you want to pick as your partner this morning? Let me go with you, Mercedes. Okay. Manuel, my friend, you've got 60 seconds on the clock. You get six correct, and you'll get a four-pack of tickets to the Las Vegas Lights Football Club. Their game tomorrow night. You guys, you're starting out. Okay, when you say that your fly is down, you pull up your... Yes. You put one of these on when you cook so you don't get your clothes dirty. You put on a... Yes. This is um when you, you put the thread through the... Needle. Yes. This is, um, if you have one of these in your shirt, you sew it back up. Button. No, if they're like, there's a big. Pass. Okay, pass. Um, this is, um, when you take a ruler, you want to do this to something. Measure. Yes. This is, um, you put your hands in your, uh. Pocket. Yes. This is what you sew onto your shirt. You show, sew on a. Button. Yes. Yeah. Oh my gosh. <laughs> sewing expert Manuel is on the phone right now. He knows all there is to know about sewing. Nice job, dude. You guys crushed it. Manuel. Well, buddy, listen, you're all set with a four-pack of tickets. Las Vegas Lights Football Club tomorrow night. Their game against Orange County. You will be there. Congratulations. And we've got some great prize still to come this morning. Heads up in the 8 o'clock hour, we have your Amazon Echo Show 8. And don't forget, 7 o'clock hour, 720, your chance to win $1,000 with Mix 94.1's cash code. It's Imagine Dragons. Follow you. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews, or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance, too, with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law.
I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me because you didn't use LinkedIn jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job, but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash recommend today. Mix 94.1. Mercedes in the morning. It is 637 Friday morning. Welcome to the almost weekend. And last night I was like, I don't know about you, but I slept dead to the world. I was just completely out of it. So much so that when I woke up this morning, I did not know what day it was. I was like, is it Saturday? What's happening? It was just like such a deep sleep. I was really tired from yesterday. Do you sleep with anything? Because Mar- Margot Robbie just did an interview and she was talking about every night when she goes to bed to get that good night's sleep like you just had. She has to sleep. She has this stuffed bunny rabbit that she's had forever that she has to sleep with every single night. She says it's it's cozy, it's warming to her, and she's got to have that to get a good night's sleep. And if she doesn't have it, things are going to be off. And there's also something very sweet about this bunny rabbit that she has. People saw pictures of it, and they're like, that thing is torn up. She only lets her mom patch up the bunny rabbit. And because of COVID and all the restrictions, she hasn't seen her mom in like two years. So the bunny rabbit has got some holes and is really worn down. She hasn't been able to bring the bunny rabbit to her mom for her mom to patch the thing up. Oh, no. I, you know, I don't have any sort of like a, I call it a whoopee because when I was a, uh, when I was little, I had a whoopee, but um, I, I don't have a whoopee now. Um, I do, I, I do depend on my gravity blanket a lot. I mean, I can sleep without it, but I don't sleep as well. What about you? Yeah, is there something you cannot sleep without? What is it? 702-364-9400. And I'm the same way. I can still sleep, but my wife and I, we need to have sound machines or some kind of white noise going on. We either be a fan going on or we actually have in, in the bedroom, we have a sound machine on her nightstand and a sound machine on my nightstand. And when she travels, she always brings a, the sound machine. We travel, we bring one. And if we get to somewhere and they don't have one, immediately call down to the front desk and see if they have a fan or something we can put in the room because we just like that constant white noise when we sleep. So if you're like, let's say you don't have, have one, what what happens? You just don't sleep as good. You notice the sounds around yeah, you? Yeah, we or? pick up on the sounds. We still sleep. It's not like we're, we're up all night, but we just pick up on the sounds. We went to her uh, aunt and uncle's house a few years back, and we forgot our sound machines, and they didn't have a fan for some reason, and they don't have any. It's, it's just, I mean, just quietness at night. It is so still. You can hear her uncle snoring down the hallway. Oh, jeez. I'm sure they can hear me snoring, or you, you, you move around in the bed. We just like that that noise in the background. So um, the, is there a, an item that you just cannot sleep without? 702-364-9400. I, I used to have a whoopee. It was like my blanket that I had to have, but I think it basically just disintegrated. I don't know whatever happened to it. Uh, Steph, did you have something that that you used to sleep with? For me, it wasn't necessarily a thing, but I remember when I would have slumber parties with my little cousin, who's no longer little anymore. We're only five years old. When we were little, she would always sleep with this Mulan dress. And you know the Mulan dresses when they dress up for Halloween. It's the typical blue. I think it's purple and it's like white at the top. Um, She could never sleep without it. And she still sleeps with it till this day. I'm like, dude, when's the last time you washed that? Oh, my that? gosh. I, it's pretty... It's pretty 
a long time. Wait, so. she, she, she used to sleep in this dress, and now as an adult, she has the dress in bed with her? Yeah, so she doesn't wear it, of course. It doesn't fit her anymore. Yeah, but she sells it in bed? She, like, cuddles with it like a stuffed animal. It's her cute little dress, and uh, I still sometimes, when we used to live together, I said, you still have that Mulan dress from when we were, like, five? She goes, yeah, I can't sleep without it. It's cute. It's silky. It's smooth. I can see why she likes it, but at the same time, it's kind of gross. I don't yeah. know when's the last time she washed that thing. I, I, and you can't wash it. That's the problem because you it loses the scent. It loses the specialness of it. If you wash it and it smells downy fresh, then it's like, no, what did you do? You know, I can't I can't do it. I, I need to have that smell. Like some of the blankets at my mom's house has that smell of her house and it Oh, it just smells so good. It's the scent of home. Yeah. I, my stuffed animal growing up was uh, it was a teddy bear, and he was dressed like a train conductor. And his name, I, I the name I gave him was George Gingler. That was the name I gave him. And I remember my mom, it was the same thing, just dirty, filthy, stunk. So my mom washed him. And when he came out, like the stuffing got messed up inside, and so his, his neck was like limp. Oh, poor he all, guy. <laughs> he was all like, before, you know, his head would be held up and stuff. You'd, you'd sit upright. But after you wash him, you just, you know, the stuffing inside, things change. And so I'll never forget when George Gingler went upstairs. I'm like, why is he so limp? Why is his neck all droopy? That name sounds like an adult movie star's name. <laughs> George Gingler. Maybe that's what he's doing now. <laughs> <laughs> well, when you're talking about why is he just laying like that all? Um, never mind. Mom, why is George Gingler limp? Go. <laughs> his neck was limp. His oh, neck. What? Oh, okay. The stuffing in his neck came out. Gotcha. So, yes. <laughs> Coming up next, we got the hot three. What do you got for us? All right. Vax Nevada Days. Your chance to win millions of dollars in prizes. We've got the details on that. Also, we're going to be spending less money on Father's Day this year than Mother's Day. And we have some other new info on that. And uh, a clerk that did a good deed hopefully got a nice reward because the person they did the good deed for, they made out like a bandit. We'll tell you what happened coming up next in the Hot 3. It's Mix 94.1, Mercedes in the morning. How about starting your weekend with an extra $1,000? Your chance to win 1000 bucks is happening next hour at 720 with Mix 94.1's cash code. It's time for the Mercedes Hot 3 on Mix 94.1. And the Hot 3 is brought to you by attorney Paul Powell. More lawyer, less fee. In an effort to increase vaccination rates here in Nevada, Governor Sisolak announced yesterday that the state will be awarding prizes to Nevadans who get or who have gotten the COVID-19 vaccine. It's called Vax Nevada Days, and it kicks off July 8th. It runs through August 26th. Governor Sisolak said $5 million in prizes are going to be given out over the time period. Random drawings are going to be conducted, and winners will be announced each week. Now, children ages 12 to 17 who receive the vaccine will also be eligible for education savings plans, state park permits, and fishing licenses. Adults 18 and over will will be uh, uh, eligible for the cash prizes. They're going to give away one cash prize in the amount of $1 million, uh, three in the amount of $250,000, Two in the amount of $100,000 and 11 in the amount of $50,000. It goes down from there, but a lot of money and, and scholarships to be given. That's great, great news and hopefully some great incentive for people. One of the things was a fishing license? Was yeah, it there? There's a, yeah, fishing licenses. They're going to be giving away 1250 
uh, vouchers for fishing licenses. What if you don't fish? Oh, man, I got them all vaxxed ready to go. I sell it. It's a $40 prize. You oh, know? I know. I, I, I bought one this year. I had to buy one this year. D- you, were, you went fishing? I did go fishing, yeah, out of oh, Lake nice. Mead. Uh, we went last month, and so I had to buy a fishing license. So I actually bought, I bought the yearly pass in case I end up going back to the lake and do more fishing. So I do. I am covered when I go fishing this year. See, you two kids could be covered, too. Get vaccinated. <laughs> you won't get COVID, and you can catch fish legally. All right. Also, this morning, Sunday is Father's Day. And if you just go by how much people are spending, I guess we love our dads about 15% less than we love our moms. I don't know. Well, the average person is going to spend $190 on dad this year compared to the $219 we spent on mom last month for Mother's Day. Some other stats, 55% of Americans are going to celebrate in in one way or another. Another 7% said maybe. 52% of people say they will buy a gift. 40% are just planning out a meal to celebrate. And 19% say they're going out to dinner. Over, over half of us will do something for our own dad, but he's not the only person we're celebrating. 37% of us will do something for their husband or their partner. 11% say they'll do something for their father-in-law law and 7% said they'll do something for grandpa and the top money related things that we have asked our dad for as far as help goes in in our just growing up are buying a car career advice budgeting and buying a house the top things we asked dad for help on now Steph you were a little disappointed that Momo your new dog didn't get you a Mother's Day gift. Will Momo get uh, James a Father's Day gift on Sunday? Oh, you're putting me on the spot, JC. I wasn't able to figure something out with Momo and Pop or with James this weekend. It's kind of hard because James and I were always together. It's hard to hide anything from him. Maybe I'll do like a... Remember the, the other day I was telling you James woke up and he's like, I want hash browns. Yes. Maybe I'll do something like that. A cute breakfast made by Momo and me. Oh, that's very nice. A nice Father's Day breakfast for James. That's yeah. good. Just get him some hash browns and put them on his nightstand. Here's some hash browns. <laughs> McDonald's or something. The hash brown fairy go. came last night. <laughs> <laughs> Finally, this morning, in Saginaw County, Michigan, a 52-year-old woman and her friends stopped at the Marion Springs General Store at night, only to find that the store had just locked their doors and they were closing for the night. Well, the sympathetic clerk saw the ladies and actually re open the doors and let them quickly shop for their items. They thanked the the clerk profusely. They paid for their items and on a whim they decided just to buy a lottery ticket as they were leaving. A lottery ticket that turned into a $1 million winner. Whoa. Yeah, the woman who wanted to remain anonymous says she plans to use the money as a cushion to make her life more comfortable. I'm hoping she showed the clerk uh, some love also, because if it weren't for that clerk, there would be no million dollars. But I know that the stores, they do get a prize for selling the winning ticket. But that clerk specifically, how much would you give them Oh, if you want a million dollars because of them? The clerk let me in. I give him $100,000. $100,000? Oh, wow. You're generous. I was going to say $50,000. That's good. I mean, that's. I think, you know, we're in the ballpark. Yeah, that's you have to, right? Oh. Oh my gosh, she was just telling the story. I thought you were going to say she gave the guy half or something. She she hasn't come out and said that she gave him anything yet? No, she hasn't Yo, said. Yeah. But you know that person is is getting something out of it because if not, then bad karma is going to come your way. Mm-hmm. She's so, going to lose yeah. the money somehow, some way. <laughs> exactly. Coming up next hour in the dirt, Billie Eilish's boyfriend is speaking out about his past racist tweets. We'll tell you what he said right around 7.15. 694.1.
Mercedes in the morning. We're getting some uh, t- some texts here this morning at 702-364-9400. You can always reach out to us there. Questions, comments, whatever. Uh, about the Hot 3, we were talking about the Vax Nevada Days contest. And people were asking, how how do you enter to win some of these prizes if you got vaccinated or you're, you're planning to get vaccinated? Well, winners are going to be randomly selected from the list of Nevada residents who have received at least one dose of the vaccine that was recorded in the Nevada Web IZ system. So it's it's if you're in the system getting the vaccine, you're automatically entered into it. So you okay. yeah, if you need more information on it, you want to find out the rules and all of that, vaxnevadadays.org is the website and you can see all the prizes and you see your eligibility. You have to be a Nevada state resident, 18 years of age for the cash prizes, 12 years of age with consent of a parent for the the 529 savings plans and things like that, but uh yeah, it's it's pretty cool. Some really cool prizes up for grabs on that one. Yeah, a long list of stuff he had down there as well. Yeah, everything last uh, last hour. It, uh, I was uh, last night. We were we were making dinner. Are you a creature of habit? Are you just completely stuck in your ways on certain things? And if so, what is it? I feel like I. I mean, OCD is a. Is a an actual disorder and I don't I've never been formal for, formally diagnosed with it but I I do feel like I exhibit many of the traits that come along with it because I am very obsessive compulsive about certain things for instance um I like to have an even amount of steps between me and when I get out of bed in the morning to get to my bathroom I like I count my steps so I'll like walk one two three four and I like it to end on an even number so let's say I end on 13 I'll take an extra step just a tiny small step just so I land on 14 I don't want it to be an odd number for some reason I don't like odd numbers and then another thing that I I noticed last night as I'm making dinner and I don't know if anyone else does this my husband made a comment he said I, I have some I have some stuff on the stove he goes do you ever use any of the other burners and I look down and I realize I, I don't. In fact, there's two burners on our stove that I've never used one time in my life. I, I've always used the left front burner. That's my go-to burner. I'm very obsessive about that. If I'm cooking more than one thing at once, I'll go with the right front no i'll go yes i'll go with the right front burner but left front burner is my burner of choice does anyone else have just a very weird quirk or obsessive compulsive thing that you cannot deviate from and then also is anyone else on the burner wagon do you have a specific burner that you use and which one is it 702 364 9400 we've had the same stove since 2005 and we moved houses in 2010 and i brought our stove with us to the fact when we were selling our old house the people that were looking at it asked the realtor there's no stove <laughs> like yeah he took it with him at my stove though i'm the same way as you i am front left the reason why though on my stove the front left burner says power burner I remember using it for the first time going, oh, power burner. I got to use the power burner. So that's why I always gravitate, gravitate. I always use the front left burner. My front right one, it's very weak. It's not as power. It's not the power burner. So I use the front left one. 
first, and then I go to the to the right one if I need it. But then I, I do use the back two, but I'm hardly ever using more than one burner at a time. But I'm front left as well because it's the power burner. It says it right there on the stove. Mine is not a. I don't have a power burner. I don't even know what that means. Neither do but I. It, it it's uh, it's something that it feels like you know when you. When you were a kid and you would try to change your handwriting so you'd use your other hand to write with to see what it looked like, I feel like I'm writing with my other hand if I use any of the other burners. It feels awkward to me. It does not... It does not work with my bodily setup. It's so weird. Uh, Carl just texted saying, totally with you on the burners. The only time I use the front right one is when I'm boiling water. Uh, This one says, my OCD is only black clothes on black hangers that is interesting i uh i have a hangers rule also but i like yours black clothes black hangers that do you color coordinate all your hangers then my my rule is my everyday clothes on white hangers my formal clothes on black hangers the black felt ones but now that i'm having my closet redone in a couple of weeks you're saying i want to make all your all your hangers the same and I don't like your white hangers, she said. She hates my white hangers. She's like, I'm making them all black. Is that okay? Mm-hmm. And I was like, oh, gosh, this is going to be so stressful. You would have a uh, heart attack if you saw my closet because I just, you know, if the shirt comes back from the dry cleaner and it's on that wire hanger, it just goes right into the closet. Oh. My wife can't stand it. She's you like, what do you use your wire hanger? I use the wire hangers I do. Now, as far as I'm hanging pants, I actually hang my pants. They're just on, they're on thicker white hangers, but majority of my T-shirts and shirts, dress shirts, sh- uh, suits, they're all on wire hangers. Then they come back from the dry cleaner that way. Just put them in, put them very easy that way. So when you get your, because my wife does this, she'll get her dry cleaning and she'll take the clothes off the wire hanger and she'll put them on the, the regular hangers. I'm like, this takes up too much time. No, it just looks nice. It looks nice. And the wire hangers will put weird bumps into your shirts. They, no, they yeah. hang nice. My shirts hang nice. No, I don't like that. Car, uh, another one from Carl. An OCD thing I have is with my radio volume level. It has to be, it has to have two, five, eight, ten, twelve, fifteen, eighteen, twenty, etc. Yeah, like in my car, in on the temperature, I want it to be an even number, except if it's like seventy or seventy-five. It can end with a zero or a five, or it has to be even. No threes. No sevens, no nines. It has to be those. It's so bizarre. Where are you on the toaster? So my toaster is a four-slot toaster. And if I'm making four pieces of toast, or sorry, if I'm making two pieces of toast, I put them in the right two burners. Where are you on your toaster? Oh, gosh. I don't even use our toaster. I'm trying to think. If I went to put stuff in, oddly enough, I think I might go with... No, I think I would go left. you go left? Yeah, I think I would also go left. Uh, this one says, I have to have the dishes loaded in the dishwasher a certain way. If someone else does dishes, I always fix them to how I have it loaded. Yes. Oh, <laughs> I'm right there with you. Plates, there's a there's a rhythm to it. And my wife doesn't know the rhythm. So I'll open it up. I'm like, ah, and I'll sit there and rearrange the dishwasher like it's a game of Tetris or something. They all it, Plates have their spots. Everything else has a spot in that, in that dishwasher. I, I get so annoyed when my husband goes back behind me and changes what I just did. I, I really try to put it nicely, but he'll always find something wrong with the way I loaded the dishwasher. And, and he'll huff and puff when I do it. Yeah, because there's like, a system, Matt. I agree. Yeah, you can get more stuff in there. Well, your system is not the only system. I have a system also. And my system is just fine. <laughs> <laughs> All right, coming up here this hour, 7 o'clock hour, 720, your chance to win $1,000.
We never gossip. Or would we? Let's go. Time for the Daily Dirt on Mix 94.1. We have a follow-up on Billie Eilish here and her boyfriend. So Billie Eilish's rumored boyfriend, Matthew Tyler Vorse, has apologized for using offensive language in social media posts that recently surfaced. The, the racist and homophobic posts, they were done on Twitter and Facebook. Originally, from uh, we, they, they surfaced from 2011 and 2012 is when he posted this stuff. He says that he's deeply sorry and ashamed for his past comments on his Instagram story. And uh, But Billie Eilish hasn't commented publicly on his posts. I wonder if she will say anything or with any of the allegations uh, against her. Yeah, yeah, so she's facing backlash for, for mocking Asians in past videos that a fan found and, and posted that video now on TikTok. It isn't known when or where the videos were first posted by Billy, but yeah, it's clear as day. It's her saying and doing the stuff. Let's see what happens next. Hmm. The final piece of new content from the Friends reunion, um, it's out, and it's kind of a fun segment. we got Jennifer Aniston, Courtney Cox, Lisa Kudrow, Matt LeBlanc, Matthew Perry, David Schwimmer. They got into a tram with James Corden, and they did some carpool karaoke to the theme song from Friends, and here they are doing that. Mm-hmm. It's right here. I'll be there for you. Oh, we're going to be starting to Watch the reunion show on HBO Max. I did not. No, 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 no. I haven't. I didn't watch it. Uh, but I like how they harmonized with it. It, it sounded pretty good. Yeah, they were on point there, kind of. Foo Fighters announced that they will be releasing a new album next month as the DGs. They're putting out a disco-inspired album called Hail Satin for the second. They're doing this for the re, uh, the second record store day drop, which is on July 17th. There's 10 tracks on this new album, and it'll feature four Bee Gees covers. Here's a little taste of You Should Be Dancing. got it down. Sounds that sounds good. fantastic. <laughs> so good. All right. A film critic over at therap.com rated all 24 Pixar movies, including the newest one, Luca, that was just released today on Disney+. Plus. So I'm going to give you number 10, and then you tell me if you think it's better than number 9. What we'll kind of You can rank them as we go along here, okay? Okay. So number 10, he is down as Soul. Came out in 2020. You, that, that's a great movie. It's it, it was not what I expected, that's for sure, and it's very deep. But it's a great movie. Was that the, the jazz guy? Yeah. Yes, that's right. He's okay. Excellent. Is Soul better than Coco? No. So you rank Coco better than Soul. Okay, because Coco is number nine. Is Coco better than Incredibles 2? Ooh. Uh, yes. Oh, okay. But so here, you, yeah, I'm so biased. Coco is one of my favorite ones ever. So I don't know. There's not much that's going to beat it in, for me. Let's see if we can make it up the list. Is Coco better than Toy Story 4? Four. Okay, that one was boom, was uh, the Kaboom guy, Duke Kaboom. I would say, uh, yes, it is better than that one. Okay, I know you probably haven't seen it yet. Uh, is Coco better than the new Luca movie that just came out today? Yeah, I don't know. Okay, so is Coco better than the original Toy Story? That's number five, by the way, the original Toy Story on this on this list. I'm going to say no. So Coco keeps moving up? No, 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 no. Oh. I, I think Toy Story. Oh, you're going to Toy Story? Okay. Yeah. Oh, wow. Yeah. Okay, so Toy Story is the leader. Is Toy Story better than Finding Nemo? Yes. 
Is Toy Story 1 better than Toy Story 2? Oh, we're going there, aren't we? Uh... Yes, it is better than... Uh, Toy Story 1 is better than 2. Okay. Is Toy Story 1 better than The Incredibles? No. The original Incredibles, I think, was really good. So so right now, The Incredibles is on top? Yeah. Okay, so that's number... But there's only one mo- movie that I, I can see go- going to number one. I'm oh. wondering if it's on here. So The Incredibles, he has down at number two, and that's sitting right now with you. Is The Incredibles... Better than Toy Story 3. That was the one. Nope, nothing's better than Toy Story 3. Why is Toy Story 3 so good? Toy Story 3 is one of the best. It is the best. Have you seen them all? I think I have, but I've seen them once. um, Probably watched them once and forget the plot line. Is that the one where he goes off to college? The the Toy Story 3 had me ugly crying. I was ugly crying. It was so bad. It was... Yes, that one... That one is the best one. Is is that... It's the college one? You go off to college? (sighs) Is it again spoilers in Toy Story? Well, yes, but it's not like it's a new one. Uh... It's, you know, with the toys finding a new owner. Oh. Oh, man. Now, Steph is coming in here hot up on the screen. She says, up. That was ranked number 17 on this list. What? Mm-hmm. No. Russell's my favorite. Up is excellent. That is an excellent movie. I forgot about that one. I'm surprised it's not on the top 10. No, number 17. Oh, that breaks my heart. Well, it's number one in my heart, and then it goes Coco. <laughs> Coco is so good. <laughs> it is so good. But Toy Story 3 is, in my opinion, the best of all the Toy Story movies. It is so, so good. And that's where this guy from uh, the rap.com, right? What if you watch Luca this weekend and like, oh my gosh, Luca's the game changer. Hey, I might. I'm, I'm curious now that they ranked it so high. All right, coming up next hour, uh, Friday morning, so we have the Oh Wow Wheel. We'll spin it right around 8.15. The theme is a Father's Day song. And also next hour, we have that Amazon Echo Show 8. That's yours right around 8.25. It's the Jonas Brothers. Mix 94.1. Mercedes in the morning. It is 7.32. Happy Friday. You finally made it. Okay, we were talking about this before the break. Is there something in town that's gone? That's gone now. And anyone that just moved to this area would not understand or know what you were talking about if you referenced it. It happened. It's happened a couple of times, at least for me in the past few weeks. I, I don't know why on a whim we were talking about doing something with with um, my husband for Father's Day. And, and my daughter mentioned going to Topgolf. And I was like, oh, that would be fine. We should go to Topgolf. Uh, and I go, um, too bad Scandi is not around anymore. And both of my kids were like, what? What the huh? And 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 I was like, oh, that yeah, that was like on the last. It's it was on its last legs when I first moved here. It wasn't around long, but I do remember it. Sip. And that was the mini golf place. And where where was it now? It was like where the car dealerships were by Palace Station on that road. It was. What was the, the name of that road? Has changed. Was that industrial though at the time? Or it was. Do you remember right? Um, off the freeway? Oh, you could see it off the 15, yeah. yes. Okay, now I remember. Yes, absolutely. Yeah. And so that you. place was, I think it was about one or two years from closing when I moved here. But I do remember going out there once. And it was fun. It was a fun, like, mini golf place. And I want to say maybe there was batting cages there, too. I feel like I did some sort of batting cage. I'm not 100% on that. It was a very long time ago, but they had no idea. Now they're they're not new to the area. They're just too young, but if they're if someone is new to the area, 
what is that landmark in town that is now gone that, that they would have no idea what you were talking about, no clue, they would not understand? 702-364-9400. Maybe you guys can get some drinks at Moose's and then go to Tom and Jerry's when you're done. See, I'm not new to the area, but I don't know those things. That was before I was even here. Moose's, uh, uh, Moose, Moose McGillicuddy's Moose's was a bar on Maryland Parkway right across from UNLV. And they had food and everything. It was a hot spot during, uh, during the 90s, uh, college days. And then Tom and Jerry's, same thing. Tom and Jerry's was right across from UNLV. Tom and Jerry's was, was Harmon and Maryland Parkway. And it, w- it was a bar back in, back, back in the day. And they had one night. It was nickel beer night. Now, Which was trouble. Was was the it based off of the cartoon? No, just, I don't know if the owner's oh. name was Tom and his partner was Jerry and they just ran with it, but they didn't have any Tom and Jerry gimmicks inside, but it was Tom and Jerry's. And that was the hot spot in 1995. We're getting texts. We're getting calls. 702-364-9400. Um, it was Rancho Road and it was called Scandia. Yes. Okay. Rancho. That's the street. You're absolutely right. I, I was spacing that. This one says... The MGM Grand theme park. Mm. That place, we went there a couple of times, like with our show. And that place was so cool. Remember, what was the name of that thing that they would strap you in and they pulled you all the way up and then let you go? Oh, yeah, the Soren something or Soren? What was that thing called? I would. I never went on that, but I. I remember driving by. You could see people being like, "Go on it." It was really cool. That is a good one. Uh, this one says Pinky's Pool Hall, early two thousands, across from the Rio. Yes, Pinky's isn't there anymore. I. Oh no. I never. I saw that place, but I never actually <laughs> went in that place. Pinky's. Uh, Angie. Good morning. Good morning. What is the landmark in town that's gone now and anyone new to this area would not understand? It was the North Las Vegas Hydro Tubes. They had three water tubes that went down to a little small water park. In North Las Vegas? Really? In North Las Vegas. It was off of Cheyenne and I want to say Pecos uh, around that area, but I can't confirm. I can't. It was so little. And, and they're gone now? They're so fun. Oh, that sounds like so it much does fun. Sound fun. I'm really <laughs> bummed that that's something I missed. Thank you for calling. Let's talk to James. James, what's the landmark that's yes. gone now that no, that you wouldn't understand if you didn't live here uh, for a while? Uh, Wet and Wild on Las Vegas Boulevard next to the Old Sahara. Man, that place was amazing was yeah. it not it was classic Der stuka <laughs> remember that yes i love the new wet and wild there was something about the one on the strip though that one was uh, i mean you had the royal flush uh a lot of these are there now just the original yeah. i think that's why yeah they had the, the lazy river and everything and uh I, here's two that i just learned about this past year i had no idea that were and this was long long before our, our time here in las vegas but where the Westgate is in that area, way back in the day, maybe in the 50s, there was a, a racetrack out there, like a horse racetrack. Where? Behind, where the Westgate is now. There was a full-blown horse track uh, back there. They built it, and it was just it was a failure. I think it lasted a year, but they wanted to have horses out here and big races to the level of the Kentucky Derby. It just didn't fly. And then I just learned that on the west side of town where, so let's go rainbow between Trop and Flamingo, there was a racetrack with a drag strip back in the day. Oh, my gosh. All of this is completely new to me. And that was, I mean, that was all dirt. That was desert back then. But back in the day, that, that's where, like, before Las Vegas Speedway, there was a racetrack on the west side of town, which just blows my mind that that was there. That is crazy. Some, some other ones that are coming in now, the Shark Club. It was a huge nightclub. And if you were into country music, then there was the Palladium. 
I remember both. I, know I don't know either of them. I remember both. I didn't know Palladium was a country bar, but I remember both. Shark Club. Well, I got out here in 95, and Shark Club either had just shut down or was about, it was winding down at the time. Really quick, I want to get Kirk on because I loved this place. Kirk, what was the place? Star Trek The Experience at the Old Hilton, which is now Westgate. That place was so cool. Oh, my gosh. Ex- explain to those people that were here what it was all about. Oh, they had uh, restaurants and bars themed after Star Trek. In fact, one of the bars was actually called Quark's Bar. And then they had two different rides. Uh, the board. Oh, we lost them. Oh, live long and prosper, Kirk. We're yes. tired. We lost you. And everyone was in character there that yes. worked there. They'd never broke character. And the, you it was a little, you walked into the Starship Enterprise. It was a replica of the Starship Enterprise. It was so cool. And the food was good. Yeah. And, oh, I love that place. Those are some great ones, guys. Man. Oh, miss some of them. I wish they would bring Star Trek The Experience back. That yeah. was amazing. All right, coming up next, we got the hot three. What do you got for us? All right, Juneteenth, now a federal holiday. We're going to talk about that this morning. Also, the top gifts that dads say they want for Father's Day this year. And a company has installed some at their workplace to force you to be happy. We'll explain what it is coming up next in the hot three. We got a chance for you to win $1,000 coming up next hour, 820. It's Mix 94.1's cash code. It's time for the Mercedes Hot 3 on Mix 94.1. The Hot 3 is brought to you by attorney Paul Powell. More lawyer, less fee. Juneteenth is now officially a federal holiday. And federal employees will have today, June 18th, off to recognize it. President Joe Biden signed the Juneteenth National Independence Day Act into law yesterday afternoon. He and Vice President Kamala Harris also delivered remarks at the signing event held in the East Room of the White House. Opal Lee, a 94-year-old activist who pushed to make Juneteenth a national holiday, was also in attendance, and the lawmakers thanked her for her work. uh, uh, Juneteenth is observed on June 19th every year, and it commemorates the end of slavery in the U.S. and is also known as Emancipation Day, Jubilee Day, and Juneteenth, Juneteenth Independence Day. The holiday dates back to June 19th, 1865, when Major General Gordon Granger issued General Order Number 3 in Galveston. The order let the slaves of Texas know they were free in accordance with the Emancipation Proclamation. This is the first time in nearly 40 years that the U.S. has recognized a new federal holiday. Martin Luther King Jr. Day was the last added in 1983. There are now 12 federal holidays. Now, by making it a federal holiday, the bill only guarantees federal workers will get the day off. There is no requirement that private businesses give employees the day off. My wife has the day off. Her company Oh, really? Uh, yeah, they, they, I think they got to jump on things at the beginning of the year. But, yeah, I remember because earlier, earlier in the week, my wife told me, she's like, hey, we're off on Friday. And, and I, you know, everything went through officially. But, yeah, her company was uh, ahead of the game on that one. Yeah, so she's off today because of it. Well, I just, yeah, that's really, I think that's pretty amazing. Yeah, so to pass through and everything, great that's great. News. Also this morning, if you haven't gotten your dad anything for Father's Day yet, you've still got time to get most of the stuff on the list. Someone polled a bunch of dads and asked what they want for Father's Day. And here are the top things that dads are hoping to get. Number one is just doing something special with the family, like a hike or hanging out at the pool or, you know, whatever. That's uh, that's number one. A card actually came in number two, followed by clothes, something homemade, especially dads with young kids. They really like the homemade stuff, tools, electronics, 
something related to one of his hobbies, a gift certificate or a gift card for something fun, having the day to himself, and last on the list, food, beer, wine, or liquor. The top <laughs> things dads want for Father's Day this year. Only 3% of dads say they would love to get flowers. I know for, uh, I think for you for Mother's Day is to be able to take that uninterrupted nap. You go upstairs, take your little nap or long nap. Does, is that one of Matt's gifts? He gets to go upstairs and take a long nap uninterrupted? No, I still get to do that on Father's <laughs> Day. <laughs> no, he he's not a nap guy on the weekends. He likes to get stuff done. Ooh. Yeah, he's, he's, he's a mover and a shaker and he likes to to do things he does want to watch his his race or his game or his golf tournament that's one thing that it's like he has full control of what is on tv but he usually does so that's not that big of a difference (laughs) (laughs) and finally this morning no one can make you like your job but at least one major company is now forcing workers to fake it The company Canon makes printers, they make camera lenses, and they make a bunch of other things. And their offices in China recently installed AI cameras that force employees to smile in order to open doors or book meetings. (laughs) So if you try to open a door while frowning, the facial recognition software will not unlock it for you. You have to smile. So that way it knows you're happy and excited to be at work each day. I like this. I do. <laughs> it's really pretty brilliant if you think about it. Gets us smiling more. And I think we need to smile more. I think this is, and I, I, I'm in a great mood a lot of the, a lot of the times, and sometimes with my resting face, it might not appear that I'm, I'm in a good mood. So I think smiling more lets people know, like, hey, all's well on this end. Life is good. Well, I, I don't necessarily agree with that, but I do believe that you... It's proven and like it's proven that if you smile, it releases those those endorphins that make you actually happy, whether you're faking it or not. You can be in the worst mood and you go up and you're like, and the way your muscles move and all that, it triggers something in your brain. And then it starts to produce that make you feel good kind of hormone or whatever. Mm -hmm, Yeah. And so it'll it'll force you into being happy. So, um I don't know that it, I don't know. I, sometimes I come in, especially early in the morning. I am like not, I'm not in a bad mood, but I'm not ready to be like, hey, hey, how you doing? But if I have to smile, then it's like, okay, now I'm on my way at least. You know, it kind of put me on the right path. Yeah. You, so you said you, you disagree with what I said, though, based on that, that I have a resting bee face or that if I smiled more, I, I would portray a, a more positive attitude. Well, I think you already portray a positive oh, okay. attitude. I don't. I I think you got to. You know, on the other end, there's like portraying too much positivity, and that can be annoying. Sure, okay. not for you I, specifically. I back, I scale it back. No, 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 no not I know, for I you. Totally no, no, but back. for anyone. Have you ever been around that person that it's like? overly positive it's like okay we get it yeah you're mm-hmm. happy yay you know like tone, tone it down a, a notch but no not you specifically i just meant in general no i get it. absolutely i get it, <laughs> Scale it oh back. boy no no oh boy how mr positive you can't you can't break me down honey coming i up... wasn't trying to break you down oh no I no promise. please this is we're not going down the road this is this we're having fun with this all right coming up next hour h20 is your chance to win a thousand dollars we've got mix 94.1's cash code and it's friday so we have the oh wow wheel right before that and the theme this week is a is a father theme song it's mix 94.1 t-mobile has invested billions to light up america's largest 5g network from big cities to small towns including right here in yours and great coverage is just the beginning right now families and small businesses can save up to 20 percent versus at&t and verizon when they switch visit your local t-mobile store today 
Plan savings with three lines of T-Mobile Essentials versus comparable available plans. Plan features and taxes and fees may vary. After the end of a good fight, you deserve an ice-cold reward. Medela is the mark of a fighter. You've earned this rich golden lager with a crisp, refreshing taste. Because you know, the bigger the fight, the better the reward. You put in the hours, the energy, the tough labor. You are a fighter. Medela is your reward. Medela, the mark of a fighter. Drink responsibly. Beer imported by Crown Port, Chicago, Illinois. 94.1. It is Mercedes in the morning, and it is Friday, June 18th. And I don't know about you, but every day I run, I run through my social media and on Facebook. Thank God, goodness for like these Facebook birthday reminders where it says, "Hey, so and so's birthday is today." It. So there was them on Facebook. I, yeah, I go on every morning just because I want to wish everybody a happy birthday. That's celebrating one, and I I look at them today. Here's the birthdays, and uh, I go through and I write happy birthday to everyone. Just a nice little thing. I don't know. Some people notice, some people don't notice, but it's something I do every day. So yesterday, I get this message from someone. Have you ever had? just a horrible social media screw up. I get a message from someone that I'm not friends with and mostly those appear in your spam. But for some reason, this one came through, which means I had a previous conversation with this person. And before I even read the message, I saw the previous conversation and I realized that I screwed something up and it has to do with birthdays. What, what is something that you screwed up on social media or the post that you regretted or maybe that someone else posted and they regretted. What was it? 702-364-9400. Because I go through all those happy birthdays, I, you know, I don't always like go through that person's profile. I just write them all happy birthday. And this is the second time I've done this. Um, It was a message from a man's daughter who I wished a happy birthday to. And he had passed away three years ago. And two years ago, I wished him a happy birthday after he had passed. She messaged me saying, I just wanted to let you know my father has passed. Um, I saw you wished him a happy birthday on his page. And I was like, oh, my gosh. I, I wrote, oh, my goodness. I had not heard. I am so very sorry. And she wrote, no, no, no problem. Thank you for the sentiment. Apparently, I took last year off. <laughs> COVID. Yeah, maybe. <laughs> and yesterday, I did the same thing. I wrote happy birthday. And she sent me a message again saying, Hello, hope you're well. Just wanted to remind you, my father passed away. I said remind you, still in heaven. Oh my gosh, what a screw up. So here's my question. Now I'm like, should I unfriend him? Because I don't want to do this again. And and I'll, I don't look at his page every year. On And it's not someone I know personally. It's someone that I believe um, we were connected through the radio station that he listened. And I just feel terrible for doing that. And I wrote back, I am so very sorry. I need to keep better track of these things. And I apologize. And she's very nice about it. She says, don't worry, you're not the only one. But have you ever made a major social media script? That's a bad screw up. I got to I gotta figure out what to do in that situation. Yeah, well, I think it, ha- it happens the first time. I think a lot of us do that. You don't realize maybe someone you're just following you. You don't know how you know them. And you might do that. But you did it twice. Twice. <laughs> it's just- 
she gets that. Like, oh, it's Mercedes again. Maybe, maybe it's not like the running joke. You just do it every year. You wish, and and that way, you know, you guys are talking about this loved one that's now been gone for three years. Like, get a laugh out of it. Yeah, get a pop I, out of it. I don't know if she's getting a laugh out of it. I really don't. I, it's my impression she is not <laughs> getting a laugh out of it. I, we have a coworker that we lost a few years ago, and he's just a very, very sweet guy, and he's still his profile is on on Facebook. And I did that a couple years ago, where his name popped up and I just happy birthday and I hit sand I'm like ah oh. so the, his birthday was just about two weeks ago and I was scrolling through wishing happy birthdays and I saw his account and it would be his birthday and I just skipped over it. I'm not gonna wish him a happy birthday because he's no longer with us but I, I, I just went to his page to see what people do and it's and it's very touching on his birthday people wishing him happy birthday in heaven rest easy my friend miss you my friend so little kind of dedications and tributes but here is someone it's the top one obviously someone we've all done it like you and I've done it before. This person is not paying attention, but he writes, "Happy birthday! I hope it turns out to be a great year." Oh, jeez! <laughs> you wrote that? No, no. Someone, oh. I, I, someone on his page did the day after. So, oh, so must gosh. have been just scrolling through, wishing, "Happy birthday! I hope it turns out to be a great year." Oh. Yep. Nope. I'm dead. So it's not. Wow. I mean, that's a. Uh... That's bad. <laughs> I don't feel so bad now. I just wrote a simple happy birthday exclamation point. Oh, hey, happy, happy birthday. birthday. <laughs> yeah. Oh, oh, you know it happens. It, it does. There's nothing you can do about it. It's social media. This text says, don't be hard on yourself on that one, Mercedes. I still wish my cousins to have a uh, happy birthday. They passed away. I wish it on their Facebook page. And so do all of our other cousins. I actually do have a couple of friends that I was very close with that have passed away. And I always wish her her, them but one specifically i wish a a happy birthday to i I just say happy birthday you are you are missed is what i always post and then that way the other uh see it steph do you do you do the happy birthday to people who have passed i just did my first one today my as you guys know my grandpa passed this past january and uh i saw on facebook that his birthday was today and thanks for the reminder facebook i said happy heavenly birthday papa i miss you every day oh that is so sweet and i wow how crazy that we brought this up on his heavenly birthday i know it was like a little message from him like i thank you i i see you and it was really sweet that you brought that up maybe your your grandpa needed me to make that mistake to remind (laughs) you maybe he helped me maybe this was a good thing (laughs) there you go all right coming up here uh, in just about 15 minutes it's your chance to win one thousand dollars start your weekend with an extra thousand bucks not a bad deal it's mix 94.1's cash code and right before that we'll be spinning the oh wow wheel it's Mercedes in the morning. Wow. 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 And now the Oh Wow Wheel. Wow. Okay, one of us is going to play a song that makes you say, Oh Wow. And the category today, because of Sunday being Father's Day, are songs that either remind us of dad or that are singing about dad, have the word dad, father, any of those words in them. The wheel has been spun. We'll see who it's going to land on today. Songs inspired by or about dad and it landed on wow it landed on me oh, wow. oh my god yeah. very nice very nice now i just want to say i i kind of sold my song big earlier this morning and please if you guys want to veto it's okay i will not be offended in any way i don't want anyone to be too afraid to to veto you know thinking i'll get upset i will not so this is part of the game so it landed on me 
And if it gets vetoed, it moves to Steph. So, JC, you've got the power in, in okay. your hands. All right. All right. So um, my song actually was inspired by my dad because um, he, this was the first concert I ever went to. And he took me to this concert. And the, I, I will never forget when this see the way he did it. He he bought tickets for me and two of my friends, and he bought a fourth ticket three rows behind us so he could watch us, but yet we could still feel like we were there mm-hmm. by ourselves. And I remember when this song came on, I turned around to look at him to make sure he was still there, and he was looking at me, and he just nodded and smiled. And so it just, it was like, oh, it was like the... I got your back. I'm here. And so it's Whitney Houston, the greatest love of all. Oh, that's so sweet. I'm not going to veto it. Heck no. No veto? All right. It plays. Oh, gosh. Now I'm getting all teary. Okay. Greatest love of all for Father's Day. And to all the fathers out there, Whitney Houston, it's the Oh Wheel on Mix 94.1. I believe the children are our future. Teach them well and let them Ah, great song. It's a good one. My pick for the Oh Wow Wheel, songs that are inspired by your dad or are about dad. And that was the first concert I ever went to. My dad got me and my friends tickets to see Whitney Houston. So that was my pick. Now, if I would have gotten the veto, it would have gone to you, Steph. What would you have picked? I, too, picked a song inspired by my dad. I was going to go with, like, an old school, like, his favorite stylistics or Blue Magic. But I said, no, I wanted to go with the more current song. And when this song came out, me and my dad were obsessed with it. And we, I remember, like, being in the car with him and we played it on the radio and, oh, we jammed out to it. And it was a recent song, Kung versus Cooking on Three Burners, This Girl. We love this song. Every time the song plays, I think of my dad, and I I record it, and I'll send a video to him, like, thinking of you, dad, love you. This is such a cute song. I can totally hear your dad's vibe in this. (laughs) This is a dad, like, if you hear this song, you're like, oh, this is my dad's personality. Oh, that's so great. I love that song. That's a good one, too. Uh, That's a good one. On my end, so I, I go back to a memory with my father, and it was the summer of 1994, and I got tickets to go see a taping of The Late Show with Dave Letterman. So it was a big thing for my dad and I driving into New York. York City, and the musical guest that night was the Spin Doctors. So anytime I hear the Spin Doctors, I think of my dad, and the night we went to New York City to watch Letterman, and it was just, it was just a fun night with my dad, so I would have went with the Spin Doctors. I, it's cool that we all pick, like, songs inspired by our dads, not necessarily, like, songs that have the word father in yeah, them or yeah. dad, all things that remind us of our dads. So, wow, three great picks for three great guys and uh, all the dads out there. We hope you have an amazing Father's Day. Those were all so good. And you know what would be great is if you could give your dad cash for Father's Day. Like a thousand bucks? <laughs> it's time for Heads Up with Mercedes in the Morning on Mix Nutty 4.1. Alicia's Caller 20, you ready to play Heads Up? <laughs> Okay, right. let's do this. You're caller 20, and your category is sushi dinner. International sushi day is today. So these are all things you would eat with sushi, okay? Are you a sushi fan, Alicia? Um, I No, no. No? Okay. Well, we're going to just keep our fingers crossed on this one. Who do you want to pick? As, yeah, who do you want to pick as your partner this morning? Okay, sounds good. All right, Alicia, here we go. I got 60 seconds on the clock. Very simple. Get six correct 
You know, get that Amazon Echo Show 8 and you start now. This is the green stuff that you eat with your sushi? Yes. This is the stuff that you might dip it in and it's uh, very sodium-y and it's... Uh, uh, yes. Uh, this is the uh, pink stuff that you might have with your sushi. Cleanses your palate. Um, there was a, on Gilligan's Island, there was Marianne oh. and what was the other girl's name? Oh, um, yes, yes. This is um the it's 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 a vegetable, and you take this the the seeds out, and you leave the the rest of it. Um, it's 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 green. It looks like green beans. It looks like green beans, but it's not. Um, let's pass on that one. This is stuff when you go swimming in the ocean. This might get caught around your ankles. It's green. Yes, this is. Um, I'm gonna pass on that one. This comes in the white and the brown variety. Um, it's yes. This is what you would eat with these two wooden things. Yes. Yeah. We love sushi now that we won. Yes. Congratulations, Alicia. Great job. You did great. You. you both did great. Watching from the sidelines, you both did great. You oh. had like two seconds to spare. Once that clock starts ticking really fast, the pressure comes on. But you guys delivered, and that means, Alicia, you're all set. You got yourself an Amazon Echo Show 8, which is a fantastic prize. And we're not done with the prizes. Next hour, right around 935, we've got your tickets to go see Alanis Morissette. It's Mix 94.1. Mix 94.1, that's BTS Butter. Is there going to be a new single out soon? Maybe a new album? Rumor is in July they're going to throw one out. But if you want to buy the CD single of Butter, there's a secret surprise track on that. So you can go ahead and get some extra BTS if you're a fan. Did you get it? Uh, my daughter got it. Yeah. She uh, she loves to go. Her and her friends go to Koreatown all the time. There's a really cool music store there, and uh-huh. they get all of their K-pop stuff there. So they got that. They got um, there's a group that she loves called Twice, and they got that. Uh, that has like a dual album thing going on and it, they come with cards and oh my gosh she spends all her time over there is that still a thing secret tracks i remember you said one of your favorite songs from alanis is the secret track is it on jagged little pill that one uh th- yeah that's that on jagged little, little pill, pill. Yeah. Yeah, yeah yeah that's after like the remake of you ought to know at the very end but yeah it's not so much a secret as it's like the bonus mm-hmm. track so that's the only way you can get it it's some cool stuff it's 8:40 mercedes in the morning so what? They, how do you break up with someone you're not dating? I didn't, I didn't understand what you were telling me before the break. Yeah, has anybody been in this situation? Like, non-traditional breakups here. I, I was talking to a trainer this week, and he was telling me that now that everything, you know, we're back up and running, things are, you know, light at the end of the tunnel with the pandemic, he's getting more and more clients that want to get back into shape that may have taken off during the pandemic. But he was saying that a lot of clients run late or sometimes don't even show up so he has to break up with his clients oh okay now, then i was like wait what he was dating his clients no, no just ask does, clients yeah, just as clients a lot of running late or they don't show and he's got so many people that want to get in with him which is great but if he's got a client booked for two o'clock and that client is 20 minutes late it's gonna affect the three o'clock client or if they cancel at, at two o'clock when they're scheduled for two o'clock he just lost out on that hour's fee for a client so he will cancel a client and and break up with a client if if they maybe habitually late or or not showing up for their appointments. Has anyone else had to do that where you had to break up with one of your clients? There was no relationship there, like you know, romantic relationship. It's just you couldn't deal with them anymore. And what was the reason? Was it because of them being late? Was it another reason? Why do you have to break up with your clients? Seven zero two three six four. 
9400 I, I remember Larry, the guy who cuts my hair, was telling me he had a, a client that he just, she was coming in for years, but he just, for some reason, it was a stress where he wasn't making her happy. She didn't like the, something about it, and he was going to say, listen, if I'm not making you happy, I've got other stylists here. Please, let's put you in someone's chair that can satisfy you. The last thing I want is you to leave here unsatisfied with your haircut. And if we're not just jiving for some reason, let's find someone that will work for you. So let's end our relationship. There was a, I think I got broken up with once, but I still can't figure out why. And this was years and years ago. Like, I want to say 10 to 12 years ago. Like the first person I went to to get my nails done from here in town. The very first, it was a referral from another friend. And she's like, she's great. And I went to her like three or four times. And then like the next time I tried to make an appointment and I wasn't late. I wasn't demanding at all. Um, but the, like the next time I tried to make an appointment, she just was always booked. Uh-huh. She's like, I'm sorry, I don't have any availability. I'm sorry, I don't have any availability. And after like, do you have any on this day? No, I don't. And I'm like, okay, wait, this is not right. Like something is up here. And I just, she was like kind of cold. So I couldn't figure out what happened. So I just took the hint. Like she does not want to do my nails anymore. And I found someone new. But to this day, it still bugs me, even though it was years and years ago. I cannot figure out what I did to to make her not want to see me as a client anymore. See, you broke it down. There's no like odd conversation. No. You're always on you're you're never late. You're always either on time or, or early. So you probably weren't late. Was something said? Did you talk about her on the radio? Maybe she didn't like that? Maybe now that you say that, but I wouldn't have said anything negative yeah, about no. her, but maybe just the fact that I said like, oh, I wouldn't got my nails. Maybe she wasn't comfortable with that. Maybe she was afraid that I would say something about her personally. That is a very good point because she was kind of a quiet, private was person. <laughs> After all these years, why didn't I just ask you? Because now I feel like I got a little bit of closure. Maybe it was, maybe she was afraid of being talked about on the radio. And now which, we're talking about look it. Look what happened. <laughs> she was right. We oh. got you. <laughs> Let's talk to Judy. Judy, did you ever have to break up with a client for something? I certainly did. I ran a very high-end store in Napa, California. I had this client that would come in and buy a $900 handbag, use it, bring it back on the week from the weekend, bring it back and say, you know, it just didn't, didn't work for me. Finally, after about the fifth time, I said, you know what? You're no longer welcome. Oh, wow. And how did that go over when you said that? Her mouth about dropped down to the floor, and I said, you know what? When you take a handbag out of my store at this price range, you've made it so that no one else can purchase this bag, and you're already using it. You know what? Unfortunately, as much as I value you, you're no longer welcome in my store. Uh, I get that. I do get that. Yeah, for 100%. Uh, This one said... On the flip side of breaking up, I will break up with a service provider who makes me wait for my scheduled appointment. Right? When they they say, oh, your window is 12 to 4, and it's like 4.30. Hello? Like, are you going to come? And then you feel like a jerk for calling to ask, like, oh, yeah, it's past the window. I literally sat here all day waiting, and they're still not here. (laughs) Well, they're running behind. Well, could you call and let me know? Because when can I leave my house, you know? There's a lot of places I like this. You get your window, and they give you that, hey, we'll call you when we're 30 minutes out or something. Because I love that, because then I know... If it's in the afternoon, I can go do something. As long as they give me that call, I know I got thirty minutes to get back to the house and meet them there. So I appreciate that. Business, you, oh, go ahead. When a, when a business does that, I appreciate that. Have you ever had them call you 
and say, like, we're here, and it's before your window, and you're like, wait, what? <laughs> well, I'm not ready. <laughs> oh, my gosh. Oh, hold on one second. <laughs> All right, coming up next is the Hot 3. What do you have for us? All right. In our lives, we are going to spend five years doing this mundane task. Wait, wait until you hear what it is. I personally think I've spent way longer than that, but we'll talk about that. Also, 52% of people say this can get them through a bad day, and the average person does this once a week for no good reason. It's really sad, too. I think I've already done it six times this week. We'll tell you what it is coming up next in the Hot 3. It's time for the Mercedes Hot 3 on Mitch 94.1. The Hot 3 is brought to you by attorney Paul Powell. More lawyer, less speed. Even if you're great at multitasking, there's always a never-ending stream of stuff that you just have to do, both at work and at home. Things like paying bills, clearing out email inboxes, things like that. And according to a new survey, the average American adult will spend around five years dealing with that kind of stuff over their timeline. That breaks down to 15 hours of work tasks and four hours of personal ones each week. So the most hated work administrative tasks are completing your tax returns, anything involving finances, updating product information, filing away documents, and working on contracts. The ten most or the, the five most hated personal tasks are dealing with utility companies, cleaning, writing shopping lists, getting home improvement quotes, and dealing with personal finances. Some of the other things include uh, paying your bills, renewing your driver's license, tax returns, booking medical appointments, and returning online orders. There's a lot of little things that you have to do. It really adds up. It does. And it's a total of five years you said on this? Five years. I thought you were going to say it was waiting around for a service appointment at your house all the time. You're, you're sitting there for a couple hours on end. Slowly starts to add up. Maybe longer than that. <laughs> My experience, longer than five years. Oh, also this morning, if you are having a bad day, just remember it's Friday. So hopefully that alone has you in a decent mood. But if your week is dragging on, maybe a little chocolate could help 52 percent of people say chocolate alone can get them through a bad day without losing it and more than seven in ten people agree it lifts their mood in general i feel like we're in one of those kathy cartoons <laughs> oh chocolate oh. the survey also found three and four people reward themselves with chocolate and the idea that everyone loves chocolate is basically true they say less than three percent of people avoid chocolate or never eat it i snack on chocolate all week long my wife and I would buy these uh, the Hue, H-U, Hue chocolate bars. They're so good. And we just got them in the house. And I'll have a little piece here, a little piece there. On the weekends, I'll have my breakfast. And I'm like, oh, you know what? Something sweet. I'll have a little piece of my, my chocolate candy bar. My favorite kind of chocolate is chocolate that has things in it. Like, not necessarily like the chocolate on a Kit Kat, but you know how it... It has like the wafery things in yeah, it. Yeah, mm -hmm. I like stuff like that, or a Nestle Crunch with like the little rice crispy things in it. I like there to be some sort of substance in my chocolate, not necessarily like big stuff like tons of caramel or marshmallows, but like wafery stuff, uh, cookie types of stuff that I I because I like to just let the chocolate melt in my mouth and then be left with the wafers or. The Rice Krispie Treats or something like that. It's very weird. I eat my chocolate so weird. I don't. I don't chew it. It. I let it melt in my mouth. My wife does that. And she thinks I'm crazy because I, I. I chew it. And by the way, it's Vanilla Crunch chocolate. 
So there's little crunches. Oh, there's a crunchies. Yeah, vanilla I love crunchies, crunchies inside it. That's what oh. we get. But my wife's the same way. Where she'll put it in there, and it, it, it sits there and melts on her tongue, like it's a cough drop or something. I put it in my mouth. No way. I start eating that stuff. With like a Kit Kat, I will let I will let it melt, and then I will layer by layer take off with my tongue a piece of the the cookie or the wafer, and then chew that. Then with my tongue, the next layer, flip it off, chew that. It's just. It's a whole thing. It's a whole ordeal with me and my Kit Kats. Well, your Kit Kat will last longer than someone like me who just scarfs that thing down like Cookie Monster. But secondly, that's some impressive tongue work that you can do. Oh, thank you. Thank Slide you. Slide the wafers around in your mouth. It's it just it takes practice. It's you know it's a muscle. Yeah, and you got to keep working it out. <laughs> are you that? Are you the person who could take a cherry and put it in your mouth, and next thing you know, you can tie the cherry stem into a knot? Absolutely. You're, you can I do can that. Absolutely. How do, that. do you? That, that really is amazing. It's not that hard. It's not that hard. You just gotta you you gotta use your teeth too. Oh, you do? That's yeah. the trick? Oh. Yeah. I hope people aren't just tuning in now. That would be it. weird. Someone's joining the show right now. Like, what? what? No, you don't. <laughs> <laughs> um, finally, this morning, the pandemic has really stressed out a lot of us, which is understandable. It's totally upended our daily lives in almost every way. But thanks to the vaccines, this may be coming to an end. But that stress could linger for a while. And according to a new survey, half of Americans say that the pandemic has been so stressful, they worry that they'll never fully be able to de-stress. On average, people say they'll need 10 days in their ideal location to come out of it. 10 days is what it's going to take. 25% of people would escape to a cabin in the woods by themselves to de-stress. And 15% say they would need to go somewhere even more remote, like a desert island. But the stress, it's actually having an effect on our relationships, too, because of the lack of alone time, seven in 10 people say they now get upset or frustrated with someone in their household for no reason at least once a week. Ooh, but so we're talking about a 10 day vacation though, just to get out of town or something to completely let things go. Just to be in yeah. your ideal location to decompress from everything. And yeah, I could see that mm-hmm. like it, it, because it never truly leaves your mind. Even on vacation, I don't think it truly leaves your mind. But as far as the, the snapping at people or getting upset with or frustrated with a loved one, it, it, is that true for you? Do you find like your patience level has gone down a little bit because of the pandemic? No, but I, I that was prior to the pandemic. There would just be some. I might just be in a mood or something, and my wife will get on my nerves. And, and same thing with with her. I think maybe something's going on in her world, and and she's not just just in a mood. So I think that was even there before the pandemic. The thing is that we recognize it and work through it, and 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 it'll pass. But I kind of had that way before things started up. Yeah, I think that's just being a couple. Yeah, you know, all yeah. that kind of happens with us. I. I have noticed, though, because since the pandemic, I don't know if it's because of the pandemic, but when sometimes my husband, he gets he doesn't have a lot of interaction with people with his job. It's just like him. And that's pretty much it. So when I get home, he is ready to just talk. Blah, 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 blah. And me on the other end, I've literally been talking all morning. So I 
I'm ready to just be quiet mm-hmm. and chill. And so sometimes he'll just, I'll walk in and it's like, I'm bombarded. Wah, wah, wah. And he's talk, 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 talk. And I, I'm trying so hard, but part of me is like getting anxious. Like, I don't want to talk. Please <laughs> stop. And then he goes, am I, am I bothering you by talking? He's like, I just haven't had any interaction with anyone and I'm excited. And then I feel so bad. Uh, and I'm like, no, you're fine. But inside I'm like, <laughs> don't explode. Quiet. I know. Please let me alone. <laughs> <laughs> it's Friday morning, so we got the Friday Rewind. Do you have a song you want to hear? Send it to us right now at 702-364-9400. We'll kick it off right after Dua Lipa. It's Hanson on the Friday Rewind. Coming up in just about five minutes, your chance to win $1,000 with Mix 941's cash code. First, it's time for the Friday Rewind quiz. All right, taking it back to a year when we try to figure out which... Which song was the big song that year? What year are we going to? 1999. Okay. So the big movies at the time, back in 1999, June of 1999, Austin Powers, the spy who shagged me, the South Park movie, and then Will Smith's Wild Wild West. Those were the big movies in the theater at the time. As far as toys, we're playing with Furbies and Pokemon. And in the world of TV, do you remember this show? This show came to an end. Last episode aired this week in 1999. I would cry because this show scared me so much. It was Unsolved Mysteries. Yes. yes, I, yes, yes. I'd always be like, Mom, I don't want to watch this. It's so scary. The guy who did it, man, is a scary dude. Yes. All right, but tell me what the number one song was in the country on this day in 1999. You've got four options to choose from. Did TLC have the number one song? I don't Oh, man. Part of me is like, don't even play the other ones because the answer usually is TLC. But I love this song. All right. Was this the number one song in the country? Oh. Ricky Martin. Did Jennifer Lopez have the number one song in the country? Four, four options today. 1999, did Cher have the number one song in the country? Wow, this is probably one of the hardest ones I've ever had on the Rewind Quiz. I am really torn. Huh. Okay, I'm going to throw Jennifer Lopez out of there. I, I don't think she was number one. But between TLC, Ricky Martin, and Cher, that's tough. I'm going to, I'm going to, you know what? I think it's, I think it's Cher. I think Believe. That had a, a nice little run. So I'm going to say it was Cher that was number one. Final answer. The number one song on the country, in the country. On this day, back in 1999, why'd you throw it out? Oh, seriously? Yeah. Oh, sorry, J-Lo. No offense or anything. I just thought Sharon, Ricky, Martin, and TLC were bigger than you at that time. You deserve it, though, girl. It's a great song. So Ricky Martin, uh, La Vida Loca was number two. No Scrubs was number three. Cher was number 23. She'd already peaked. I literally picked the last one. <laughs> she was at number one for a while. She was kind of de- declining in the charts. So Jennifer Lopez, number one song on this day, 1999.
We get it. Attention spans just aren't what they used to be. Heads in social media and eyes on Netflix. But what do people do with their ears? Well, for one, they're listening to audio. Americans spend 4.4 hours with audio every day. Oh, and you want the proof? Well, you just sat through this ad that's now approaching 30 seconds. What could you say to a potential customer in 30 seconds? Let Odyssey put together a media plan tailor-made for your unique marketing needs. Advertise with Odyssey. Visit ads.odyssey.com. To complain about. The One Republic will be at Planet Hollywood in September. Tickets go on sale this morning at 10 a.m. But guess what? We have your tickets all week long happening next week right here on Mix 94.1. Mercedes in the Mornings, what's trending Woo! on Mix 94.1? Britney Spears is trending this morning. She announced that she doesn't know if she'll ever perform again. She posted a new video to Instagram yesterday, and she answered a bunch of fan questions. Here's how the video sounded. My favorite business trip was probably a trip to Italy. Donatella Versace, she flew me there just to stay in her beautiful villa. It was beautiful. She fine and dined us and huge fashion shows. It was really, really fun. The second question is, what's my shoe size? My shoe size is a size seven. Question is, am I ready to take the stage again? Am I going to take the stage again? Will I ever take the stage again? I have no idea. I'm having fun right now. I'm a transition in my life and I'm enjoying myself. So that's it. Did her voice change? Like through the years or during that actual Q&A right there? I, I just feel like it progressively gets higher and higher. As she's talking? Yeah. Like if you go to some of her like interviews from a few years ago, her voice seemed a lot deeper. And now it seems very high up. You know what mm-hmm. I mean? I'm not trying to make fun. It just This is stuff. Everything is stuff. Yeah, there's a lot of changes with it. Yeah. So uh, the answer is she just doesn't know if she's going to perform ever again. That remains to be seen. On Wednesday, she's going to speak directly in court at her conservatorship hearing in Los Angeles. So and- she's got to do what it takes to keep herself happy. She seems like she's finally happy, which is a great thing. Well, then people say that like some of these videos, she seems that it seems forced that she's sending messages through these videos. Well, yeah, a lot of people say that there are certain clues with the colors that she wears and the emojis that she posted posts within the the captions. I don't know. I you think she's putting that much thought into sending out subliminal messages to us? Yeah, I don't know. I don't know if she does, but at the same time. I, I things do seem a little different. I don't know. It's hard to say, but she's she's obviously, you know, she has a lot of fans, myself included. And as long as she's happy, that's all we care about. Also trending this morning is Madden 22. So the cover of the iconic EA sports video game has unveiled that this year's cover will feature not one. But two players on the cover, Tom Brady and Patrick Mahomes, are going to share the cover of Madden 22. And it's the first time two players are on the game's front in more than a decade. Now, Mahomes was first on the cover of Madden 20, and then Tom Brady graced the cover on Madden 18. Many people are talking about the Madden curse and if it's going to affect both of them. Well, many of the players who have appeared on the cover of the game have gone on to have a bad season or to get injured, so... Um, I hope that's not the case. I, I read an article where they literally went through every single cover and said what happened to the players well, that season. Yeah, so in 2021, it was Lamar Jackson. Did something bad happen to him? Then Patrick Mahomes in 2020. Yeah. Uh, he had a good season that year, I believe. Yeah, Antonio Brown in 2019. I'm trying to find that article here. Oh, is the Madden curse a thing? Here it is. So um, with Lamar Jackson... 
Oh gosh, I gotta go all the way. They're, they started at 1999. So blah, blah, who was 99? Oh, now I gotta go all the way ah, back up. We're, we're doing the rewind. Let's go back in time. Okay. 1999. 1999. The cover was Garrison Hurst. Mm-hmm. He was the first athlete to be on the Madden cover, and he sustained a serious ankle ailment in the postseason, and he was not re- able to return to action until the spring of tw- 2001. Ooh, curse. Then after that, it was in 2000, Barry Sanders and Dorsey Levins. Um, let's see here. He Barry Sanders had to deal with injuries for the rest of his NFL career. Um. I don't know about Dorsey Levins, but then uh, Eddie George was on 2001. Oh, Eddie George. He, it says he avoided the curse in 2000. However, it would victimize him in 2001. Was that when he went to the Dallas Cowboys? Because he went to the Cowboys for a hot minute. He, it says he he had a career low rushing yards um, and touchdowns and would average a mediocre 876 yards in his final three seasons. You have Dante Culpepper. These are all such flashback players I haven't thought of in the longest time. Marshall Falk, Michael Vick. Well, we know what happened there. When was Vick on the cover? He was on the cover in 2004. Wow. And, uh... Yeah, he sustained a broken right fibula in a preseason game against the Ravens and was forced to miss the first 11 contests of the regular season. And then a couple of things popped up after that. Yeah. yeah. Then Ray Lewis in 2005. Okay. Donovan McNabb in 2006. He got sick during the Super Bowl, couldn't win the game for the Eagles. <laughs> Sean Alexander in 2007. I mean, I could go on and on. There's a whole bunch of them. I wouldn't want to be on the cover. <laughs> I'm like, no cover for Thank me. you, no, I'll pass. Thank you. Um, and then finally, this morning, uh, Duncan is trending. So they're adding a pop to your summer refreshments. This is kind of cool. Starting on June 23rd, you can add these strawberry-flavored popping bubbles into your ice drinks. It's kind of like boba, but not heavy like boba. They're small, flavor-bursting bubbles that will literally pop in your mouth. They're made with plant source color, and they're strawberry. They compare perfectly with any of the chained ice or frozen beverages on the menu. They say they're especially delicious in the coconut and the lemonade refreshers, and that is what's trending. Still to come, actually, in just about 10 minutes, your tickets to go see Alanis Morissette. That's Alanis on Mix 94.1, and great news for Lori. Your caller, 20, Lori. Oh my gosh, you guys, I'm so excited. I love Alanis Morissette. She's the best. And can you believe it's been 25 years since Jagged Little Pill came out? That is just crazy. Lori, congratulations, because you're going to be hanging out with Alanis Morissette. You got your tickets when she comes to T-Mobile Arena Saturday, October 2nd. Not only is it Alanis, we got special guests Garbage and Liz Fair will be there as well. couple more chances for you to get your tickets to see Alanis Morissette today. Heather will have them in the 12 o'clock hour, and then Sean will have... Is Sean the 3 o'clock hour? He's 5 o'clock hour. Sean is 5 o'clock hour in Alanis tickets. Yes. All right, so two more chances to win today. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy celebrity interviews or news you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue and guess what now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the name your price tool from progressive it works just the way it sounds you tell progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget get your quote today at progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust progressive progressive casualty insurance company and affiliates price and coverage match limited by state law